0: everyone welcome back to the to another episode oh my god i'm fucking up my own show uh, to another episode of the doug and bren show how's everyone doing it's doug and bren again how are you
1: <laughs> the two most engaging people on the internet
0: yep uh Super it's, professional. it's almost better than silence for anyone who's new i don't know if we ever get new people
1: i can't imagine and if you did like why this episode it's like, well, we've I, had celebrities on like do an interview
0: Yeah, but I encourage people to listen to the most latest episode just to see where we're at, how we're floundering (laughs) around these days. Um, But this is a video game podcast for the new people. Um, But yeah, how's uh, everything going in Bren World?
1: I think all of my car bullshit is finally done with. Uh, I should be getting a full refund, but we'll see how long that takes.
0: Oh, congrats.
1: All I had to do was threaten Small Claims Court. (laughs) <laughs> and provide them with the evidence that I had. So if anyone's fucking with you in retail, just tell them you'll see them the American way. Um. And besides that, my D&D group got back together and we're starting again after a hiatus. And I oh, just nice. got my new dice. ASMR there for you. <laughs> uh, so I'm super happy about that because these dice are fucking gorgeous. What um, kind
0: of a character are you playing this time around?
1: Uh, dwarf paladin for the Raven Queen, who's essentially the god of death. Ooh. So, imagine, like, Reinhardt from Overwatch, that big armored guy with the big hammer. Yeah. Big gray hair and, like, long beard. Imagine that, but, like, a dwarf and goth. That's basically my character. (laughs) Nice. I hate it, because I, it's just fun making characters once you know how to do it. Like, once it's not as, like, uh, intimidating with all the numbers. Oh, sure. All these different ideas you have are just real dumb, like, one-off stuff. So I've done a bunch of those and like every other week or so I'll just be like driving and think like all of a sudden like, hey, that one half or Claire character I have is like really cool. The backstory I have is like, fuck, it's Fiona from Shrek. Like, that's, <laughs> that's exactly who that character is. Damn it. Like, and it's, it's insidious how stuff works its way into your brain and then like uh, affects your creativity and like it, you don't realize until someone points it out later. You're just like, damn it. I thought that was a cool idea
0: yeah just oh shrek man shrek was a great movie i we f- i feel like we need to revisit that wasn't there some movie we said we wanted to watch and then like actually talk about it on the podcast as a bonus episode oh yeah it was uh the bigfoot one i forget oh, what Jesus. the real title was son of bigfoot we're uh, gonna do that it's no. gonna happen we gotta keep reminding ourselves
1: uh i'm gonna intentionally not remind because i don't want to do that that's nobody the wants head, it but it the should head happen is just so different from the body and like the logistics there's so many questions i have yeah
0: it's a really strange one uh but let's move on let's maybe uh i'll give a brief life update before we go into yeah the game discussion uh i remember talking on a previous episode how we adopted another cat her name's sophie literally just today uh like a a whole week later of uh getting the cats familiar with each other's scents and stuff. We had them interact with one another. We had Sophie in a large, like, uh dog cage, so she wasn't, like, sh- she was comfortable. We also put her uh bed in there so she could, like, lay down and be comfortable. But that also served as, like, a barrier between her and Reggie. Mm-hmm. And when they first, like, interacted with one another, there was just some sniffing, some batting, and, like, one hiss that was just like a warning from her that was very just gentle. And then other than that, uh, they got along and it seemed great. So, but there was a moment where she seemed just kind of scared. So we're like, all right, I think that was enough interaction for today. And we're going to have to continue with that kind of stuff for another week. I'm guessing before they're comfortable with each other, she's still just like taking everything in as in the new environment. So it's just exactly. So it's a lot for her. And, uh, at least, from my perspective it seems like reggie is uh inviting and looks like he wants to just like play with her and be playful so i I, i'm optimistic for their relationship but it is a very slow thing man i didn't realize i was just like you literally have to take a solid week or longer to just like gradually introduce them to each each other we are doing uh what People online were saying is like a switcheroo where you just like take them out of her room and put them in the others and then like have them explore the others litter boxes and stuff so they can really smell and get used to one another. So we're doing everything by the books. Hopefully they get along.
1: <laughs> it's it's cats are like integrating cats together is like a good fan fiction. It's a slow burn and you just gotta really gotta take the time and enjoy it. And then it gets hot and heavy. And then it's, oh god, yeah, that's no.
0: And it, it is a male and a female, so I hope there's none of that. We don't need any of that. Um, uh, but- I
1: never had... Uh, my family growing up, we had like a bunch of cats and like male and female and stuff, and we never had any problems with that. Um, they're always spayed and neutered and all that. Uh, dogs, though, definitely seem to have more of a habit with like male dogs, with hump stuff.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: So I think you will probably be fine. But that's at least good that's to hear. that's my experience, yeah.
0: Awesome. And then, yeah, other than that, I did want to just a real quick record label update I was experimenting with uh, the lathe cut records I'm doing I do certain ones that are only one sided so I'm like oh what can I do on the other side like maybe screen print some graphics or stuff like that but my first experiment was uh, since they're clear blank records I spray painted the one side with like this golden glitter spray paint, and man, they really turned out awesome. So now I can offer some really cool different varieties of uh, records. So that was a really fun thing to kind of just mess around with, and it turned out really well. Oh, nice. I'll try to maybe put some images online about that or tweet about it, but – this is a video game podcast. I know I said that, and we haven't talked really many video games yet, but let's do that now. Uh, have you been playing much? I actually have a, a new game, one of the the new hotness, so Ooh. I'm excited.
1: Uh, I remember talking about I wanted to play After Party, which was the game by um, uh, Night nice School Devs, or Night nice School Studio, who did yeah. Oxenfree. Turns out it's on the Epic Game store, which I'm not protesting like some people I just don't have an account or I do and I just don't remember and don't feel like I don't feel like giving my credit card to another company and just trusting they won't abuse it
0: yeah or um, have it hacked and stolen.
1: Yeah, so I'm not super eager to just uh, sign up. I think I have like one or two games on an epic account, but it's it's because they were free. I think it's like Dead Space and Mass Effect 2. Um, so yeah, I'm not just like super jazzed about just giving more credit card information to everyone. Uh, but then, so that's for PC. It's not on the Switch yet, but it is on PS4 and Xbox One, which I don't have. So if I really wanted to do it, if I like, I had to play it right away, I'd I'd cave and do the Epic Store. Um, but I already got a backlog of so many games. So, uh, I'll probably just wait until it's on either Steam or Switch. Seems like it'd be a great Switch game, seems like it would work really well, portable and on that, uh, resolution and stuff uh, so i'll probably wait on that but uh i i got rid of it i banished finding of isaac off my computer once again after my <laughs> relapse because i just i can't have it around me it'll consume my time so instead after work one day i just like i don't know what got into me i just had a bug in me where i'm just like i gotta get i gotta i don't know why but i need it and i just went after work and bought a luigi's mansion 3
0: oh hell yeah
1: yeah so i got that for the switch i've been playing that uh most of this week uh basic premise you mario peach and a few toads go to uh a hotel and surprise surprise it's haunted so instead of like a mansion where it's like a lot of rooms and it's like wow this house is like stupid big it's a hotel with like 30 different floors or something it's like okay this kind of makes more sense like I mean, but then it's also, you know, Ghost and Talking Mushrooms, so, like, sense doesn't really matter in this world. But I've been enjoying that lately, and I always played, I think, Luigi's Mansion 1 at a friend's house. I never had it myself, and then 2 was on the 3DS, so I never played that. So, I'm just really in the mood to play, like, to get back in the Mario world, but not have it be a Mario game.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, I'm enjoying that. The, the motion controls for the Switch are kind of fucky. So you can, like, control when you're sucking up something or blowing something in the vacuum, you can control where you're aiming with it with the motion controls, like, up and down. And that's not the best at times. And sometimes the uh, when you're sucking something, when you're spinning around, it, the controls are inverse. So if you're, like, oh, I'm sucking up something, I gotta turn to my right, I'll sometimes go to the left and just, be, like, say, fuck it and do a complete circle all the way around. <laughs> and it's just not, it's not great. And... A lot of the ghosts are just real dumb and simple to fight. But then, like, the bosses, where you have to be, like, pretty precise, can be really annoying with that. So the controls are, meh, they're okay for the most part. Like, maybe, like, a, you know, 70 out of 100 or 60 out of 100. Like, it's, for the most part, they're, they're pretty good.
0: Are those inverted controls, like, adjustable, like, in the settings? I know I a lot of games give you options.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, different controls, like... When you're walking around just looking around versus when you're sucking up something versus when yeah. you're using a flashlight. I know what you mean. So yeah. I'm like, it's still hard to figure out, and I don't know if I'm just being real dumb or if it is. I've talked to a coworker who bought it recently. He's like, Yeah, it's kind of annoying when you like turn it one way and it's inversed, and I don't think you can change those.
0: And that's the thing, I feel like it's probably because it's inherently, like, a Japanese-created game, and to them, like, that's, like, instinctual, maybe, because of other games that they play. The inverted controls are really where that comes f- comes from.
1: I mean, I'm used to it with, like, tank controls and stuff, but this is and just... And, like,
0: flight simulators, or, like, f- when you yeah. play a game where you fly a
1: plane. So it's stuff like that. Like, the camera's always in one position. You're kind of looking at it like a dollhouse. Like, the camera stays on, you know, it doesn't break the, what is it? 360 degree like roll or something of camera where yeah it, so like you just stay on the one side but like i don't know it, i feel like it changes depending on what way luigi's facing or what he's doing when you're trying to like, aim with it like i said whether he's sucking up the vacuum or using a flashlight it might inverse and it might not i don't know I've, i haven't been paying too close attention because like i said if you just go the wrong way just keep going around and you'll just you know you'll get the right way definitely um but with the controls you can do like the motion controls for aiming up and down, you can turn that on or off. There is times where it is easier because, you know, but your fingers can only do so much and you're already using the, you know, your fingers for another or your thumb for another button. So you're not using the other joystick. So sometimes it is easier just to aim up or down with the whole switch, but it gets really annoying when you have to be precise with shooting stuff, like suck sucking something up, getting it stuck in the vacuum and then shooting it at the enemy. That's really annoying. It's fine for puzzles that are stationary, But I fought, I think earlier today, I fought, like, a chef ghost in the kitchen. And he you stun the ghost with a flashlight, he blocks it with a frying pan, so you have to throw him off his, like, you know, ghost feet or whatever by shooting an object at him. But when he's coming at you, he's spinning around, like, flying at you. So if you don't get him precisely, you'll miss and you'll get hit. And he takes out, like, 20 damage, like, every day. You only got 100 health. So... It gets like really tricky because you can't aim very precisely, and you have to hit him, and the crosshair isn't obvious because it's not first person, and it's just tricky. So the sh- any of the shooting elements to it, any of the shooting puzzles, can be kind of annoying. But I'd say overall, I am enjoying it very much. Though it's a beautiful game, like the art style is really good. Uh, there's kind of a lot of light bloom in the game when you first look at it, where everything's kind of got. It's not like a lens flare like J.J. Abrams, but it's got a lot of like haze around any light source when you first start, and I think that's just a contrast when the game gets dark and gloomy and haunted. So initially, it's like, oh wow, it's beautiful. Ooh, it's a bit much on the eyes, and then it you know goes back to its you know standard form. You'll see it for the most of the game, and it looks fine. Okay, um, but real enjoyable, and you get Gooigi, which is like your Luigi clone. Mini I was Goo. gonna ask about him. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's funny, you just, uh you know, push down on the control stick, you summon him, press down on again, you'll swap between him and Luigi, and you do, you know, it's like Portal, where you got puzzles that have to use both characters when you're doing something and stuff, and it's it's fun. It is fun. That is uh, great. It's kind of gross, because a lot of the puzzles are, like, summoning Luigi to force his way through, like, a grate, and then, like, sl- like slurm through the pipes, and he's like, oh, this is fun, and then you hear the noises, and it's like, ooh, this is gross.
0: Oh, <laughs> no, it's... Pooping in the veins of a house simulator.
1: He kind of feels. like, It's just like, oh, I don't, I don't need all of these noises.
0: And we scared away that new listener. Ah, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're on fire.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do. I, you know, probably out of the hotel, I'm gonna say maybe like twenty to thirty like floors are in the hotel. I think I just got the button for the sixth floor, and I just rescued one of the like three toads. So like, so out of the five people I got to rescue, I rescued one. So I'm probably like fifth of the way through so i'm nice. still enjoying it and like easily worth the 60 dollars like it's a solid game so um i just needed some some of that nintendo polish after breath of the wild of just like they're not the best games but there's definitely just familiarity and nostalgia to it and it's just like they do it right nintendo rarely just puts out a shit game like bullet storm or something and it's just like deal with this so usually when it's a big like first party like game title game, you can trust that it's going to be at least solid. So Definitely. I'm enjoying it.
0: Oh man, that sounds awesome! Uh, I have been playing a new game too, and it was another sixty dollars, but rare. it was gifted to me as an early birthday present. My birthday's coming up at the end of the month here, but my wife got me Pokemon Sword, and man, I haven't been this excited about a Pokemon game in a long time. And I've really been just like staying off the internet, not giving a shit about what anyone said about this game, just going Smart in blind, being like, let's just see what I th- I think of this game. Yeah. But uh just in in maybe the past few days I was like, well, let me just see what everyone's saying, and man, it's a clusterfuck, dude. It's <laughs> what is going on? How do people get. have this many like uh extreme emotions and opinions over a new pokemon game like it's, it's absolutely like frightening i was like what how is this astounding. so divisive it's it to me as someone who went in blind and only has like i don't know maybe less than 10 hours in i'm having a fucking blast and it's it's all these new pokemon anyway uh but the reason i'm saying it's so uh controversial is because there's some motherfuckers out there uh, that I saw that were signing like a petition to they were like asking literally President Trump to help them halt sales of the game because of it. I don't even remember. I don't even want to pretend like they had anything like a <laughs> Any leg power. to stand on. Right. Exactly, they were just a bunch of shitheads, and they had like I don't know, less than two hundred signatures, and they needed a hundred thousand. So it's like, hmm, what, what? I don't know. I'm I don't even know how that got an article written about it. It just goes to show I mean, there's two hundred real shitheads out there that would go as far as to go to the president which who, who first and foremost is going to just like not even Can't pay attention anything. to this exactly it's it's so ridiculous
1: it's it's insane and it's yeah people just need clicks so it's easy controversy so it's easy to write articles about it but uh someone pointed out they're like oh hey wow the you know pokemon sword and shield haters are uh, pretty quiet after the game launched sounds like they're busy playing the game and you know maybe <laughs> they don't hate it as much as they thought they would so it, yeah I definitely saw it die down after the game came out, but there still are you know a fair number of people I won't say a lot but like there are some very vocal candidates who are saying like the national decks and all this bullshit and it's just like just don't don't play the game and they're like no they lied they said it. it's like yeah companies do that people do that it fucking happens man don't play the game like no but it's, it's like it ha- they didn't steal your dog and kill it in front of you like they didn't do anything. Just don't buy the game.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's mind-boggling.
0: It really is. I saw a funny tweet, though, that summed it up really well. It was like, now I know why it's called Pokemon Sword and Shield, because half of the internet is attacking it, and half of the internet is defending <laughs> it. It's <laughs> like, My holy gosh. shit. Good job. Um, But yeah, so that's what's going on with that. But no, as... As far as the game goes, it's a blast. It's everything I wanted. It feels like I'm playing a fresh Pokemon game. I never... Man, I feel like I said this on a recent episode, but, like, all I really ever played was, like, red, blue, and yellow. So I didn't... I, oh, wait. I did play Silver or one of these DS ones super briefly, but I... My Pokemon in my heart was the first 150. Yeah. Exactly. And I didn't really keep up with any of the other ones after that. But now this new generation really has me excited in the way I was for the first generation. And there's some really cute ones. Uh, it just was very reminiscent though of the starters of like, okay, we have Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and, um, Charmander. Pikachu or Charmander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not Pikachu. That was for yellow. But, uh, yeah. All, all four of those Pokemon. It's like, I love all four of them. It's hard to pick between any of them. This time around, it's score. the same kind of scenario. I like Score Bunny. I like Sobble. And I like, uh, fuck. What's Grookey. the other one called? Grookey. Yeah, Grookey's amazing. So the, I was very torn, but I run a record label that's like all about emo music and like <laughs> sadness. <laughs> Our literal <laughs> logo is a sad face. So I'm like, yo, I'm going seem Sabble for sure. And honestly, even <laughs> regardless of the record label, as soon as I saw Sobble, I'm like, I connect with you, you're my dude, we're going for this. And yeah, so I don't know, Sabble Squad, anybody that's with me, hashtag it, let's go. I love Sabble. <laughs> and I'm really excited to see uh, the different evolutions of this character. I haven't looked any of that shit up either. I'm just gonna uh, just okay. go in blind and just see what happens
1: okay i won't spoil it for you then uh uh, it turned out the last like round of you know quote leaks turned out to be true so for anyone who saw those like yeah oh wait
0: i might have seen those leaks so if that's the case i'm not that upset with them they were kind of (laughs) goofy
1: there uh i ended up switching who i picked i ended up becoming like team Grookey. i mean i'm not getting the game anyway um not once again not because i'm protesting or any bullshit i just i don't care i played sun and moon i didn't even finish that Plus, I just it. got
0: Luigi's Mansion. I just got
1: Luigi's Mansion. Three. So, like, I enjoyed them, but, like, I'm it's, you know, it's the same as Monster Hunter and games like that where it's, like, it's a grind. So, like, if you're, you know, not willing to do the grind, it's not the game for you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I've been looking up, and I've just been keeping an eye on this and seeing, like, fan art. Some of it's great. Some designs, like always, some designs are really dumb. So, like, I saw a tweet uh, of someone pointing out, um, I guess there's, like, a little daycare thing where you can interact with your Pokemon more and, like, pet them and stuff. Yeah, and uh, have a like, 3D environment to play fetch with them. And it's really seeing some of these giant like monsters playing fetch uh, versus like the cute like dog ones. It's like yeah, that makes sense. But there's the Galarian Meowth, which is like really fluffy and like round. It's got like big sharp teeth and get big yellow eyes and like a black coin on its head. Yeah, like, oh that's an interesting take. And it's like oh it's supposed to be a big fluffy cat like a Maine Coon or something. Like yeah, that's cool. That's a you know unique twist to it. Adorable. No. It's not that. What do you mean, no? So when someone was in like their little like daycare area where you could play with the Pokemon and interact and play fetch with them, they played fetch with the Meowth and threw like a Pokeball for them to catch, and the Meowth turned around. So the big fluff you see in the front when it's looking at you, that's a beard. <laughs> so when it turned around, it's the regular Meowth shape everyone knows where it's like thin, and it's like, oh, no. Oh
0: my god, that's adorable, though. I mean, it's definitely not what I, anybody expected at all, but man, yeah. seeing his little body from behind and knowing that that's just a freaking beard, what a wise it's soul. So,
1: no, I don't... I like the first one. I don't like knowing it's a beard. It's, it's very upsetting to me. <laughs> it's quite funny to me. I don't know, that's bizarre.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one would see that coming, and its it just shows how important 3D perspectives are.
1: Yeah, there's some wild designs like i'm seeing coming out and someone's like oh uh bill bile bug or something or some, some bug insect in this i was like oh this is awful but then it's got like yamper which is like a little electric corgi it's like fuck yeah i'm in so you know it's like any generation they got you know good ones and bad ones for
0: sure. And my only uh real complaint so far with the game, and it was like, had me a little nervous, was like, man, I'm literally like 10 minutes in the game and I'm running into like, not typos, but like really bad English translations. Oh, yeah. But there was just moments where it's just like see you at mine later instead of like see you at the mine or something I'm like that's yeah. like an easy catch like I don't know how that made it to production this like late in the game and then there's another one where like okay so like the story is uh you're friends with the the best Pokemon trainer out there his name's Leon like he's like the ultimate guy no one can defeat him I think they even call him the undefeatable Leon mm-hmm. uh he, his younger brother is like your best friend and he's like coming to town to like give you two Pokemon to set you up and be like I want you guys be trainers and like train up real hard to someday uh take on me and try to defeat me or something. Uh and it, it was crazy. You go to like the town square to like pick him up from the train station and everyone's there and he's giving like a big speech and it's just like this big goofy moment and yeah, he wraps up his speech with like I'll always be around to make sure everyone in Galar can have a champion time. And I was like, what? (laughs) I feel like I'm having a stroke as I'm, like, reading (laughs) the actual text of this game sometimes. So I just don't understand how they didn't have someone catch that, but whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, as someone who is kind of working in the localization business, those are some pretty egregious errors. Champion (laughs) time might be, like, a poorly translated pun, (laughs) but, like, even... Even if you would go it that far, that's a generous stretch for it. The other uh, one, though, is definitely bad.
0: Exactly. So, I don't know. Those are just, like, two things where I'm like, ooh, I hope this game is good. But, no, it it is very fun.
1: I love seeing... I guess it's a new mechanic where you see... I think it started in the last one, like, Ultra Moon and uh, Sun, where you could actually see... Or, no, maybe it is with this one. You can see the Pokemon walking around, and, like, they'll pop up in the grass, so if you want to, like, catch a specific one instead of just 47 Zubats in a cave, you can, like, run up to the specific wild Pokemon. And I love seeing people just doing, like, videos and snippets of them, like, walking around in a, like, tall grass in the field. And they're like, oh, look, a Pokeball, or, like, an item. And they go to get it. And you just see a giant Pokemon, like, pop out and start chasing him down. And they're just like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, it's... Because, like, a lot of those Pokemon look like dudes, look like scary dudes. And if you're just in a field and you're not expecting one to just jump out and chase you down, it can be kind of scary.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: So it's funny seeing those. Um, have you seen any of the evolutions of Score Bunny?
0: No, only just Score Bunny. And that's the thing, since I picked Scott, uh, Scobble, Jesus, Sobble, <laughs> Sobble. uh, my rival picked rival game. yes he picked score money so i'm interested to see the evolutions as i progress through the game one thing that happened that was like a key moment i'm sure it happens for everyone in the game is where you this one like sheep pokemon bust down this uh, fence and then oh, you go yeah. in this like forbidden area and you see like the legendary pokemon that's like on the cover of the game so i'm sure for per game it's the different one but uh yeah i don't even remember his name it was, like lord or something weird but it was this the, yeah the big ass like dog wolf creature thing that supposedly has like the sword in his mouth it didn't have the sword in its mouth but it was a very interesting scene where like yeah you actually end up trying to fight him and then you just like pass out and everything goes to white but that was uh, just really cool that it was just like you encounter that thing right off the bat
1: yeah it's it's interesting though you brought it up earlier like you haven't really played one since red and blue you're like the third person i know who's hasn't really been into him since the first gen and it bought this new one This is the
0: one. I don't know why. And it's giving me like everything I wanted out of it. Uh, Then again, I did just play Let's Go Eevee and I had a blast with that. But this even Eh, more so. Yeah. This seems more up my alley. And I'm excited to just, I don't know. There's no story in Pokemon games, but it's it's the whole new environment. Galar region. I'm excited. We get Galarian Weezing. We get Sir, uh, (laughs) Far,
1: Surfetch. That's it.
0: Yeah. And that's definitely why I got Sword. I'm like, yo, I need Surfetch in my life.
1: Yeah, apparently one of the old Pokédex entries for Farfetch is like, oh, this duck Pokemon like fights uh, off like enemies with its leek like web as a weapon, and it's like sometimes it's hard to find because uh, Farfetchers make great dishes when cooked with the leek they wield. It's like that's fucked up. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's many s- people speculating like. Do people eat Pokemon? And the answer is clearly yes.
1: I think Galarian's, like confirmed it, where it's like, yeah, they they do, and it's like, eh, it's kind of messed up, but also eh, debatable.
0: I had a friend from uh, Britain say that this like region's kind of loosely based off of them. Is that true?
1: Yeah, yeah. So lately, they've kind of been based off like in real world locations. So Sun and Moon is based off Hawaii, like the Oh, that's right. Hawaii. This one's based off England. Cool. So. Yeah, there's, that's kind of why a like, corgi is in it, because, you know, the Queen of England always had corgis and stuff. Uh, the Galarian wheezing is supposed to be like the smokestacks over like industrial London era and stuff. So, yeah, they all tie into it uh, a little bit, especially with the regional ones.
0: I hope there's a Gamers Without Borders reference in there somewhere. I'm going to be <laughs> looking.
1: I can promise you there is. isn't. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's another thing. I feel like I owe an apology to our listeners. I gave up on Prey. I I like every game that I've been playing. I'm not like entirely. That's the thing. Here I am. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to try again next fucking Halloween.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to remember where you are. Restart the game. Get to the same point and then stop again.
0: Potentially, but oh man, I hope not. <laughs> um, that's just a game that, I don't know, clearly uh, it's just not interesting enough for me. I'm not a horror guy, but speaking of horror games, there's something I did want to talk about is the free games for November this month uh, for mm-hmm. PS Plus members. Dude, they fucking nailed it this time. Patience is a virtue. I'm glad I didn't buy this game, but... Uh, you get Neo for free, and that's a game I always wanted to fuck around with, but I never wanted to pay that hefty price tag. But for people who don't recall, it is uh the studio behind Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive, and it's very much like a Souls-like game. Uh, but you're like I don't know, uh, like a samurai or some shit.
1: I don't know if you want to like advertise it of like from the developers of Dead or Alive. <laughs> it's like uh, the best uh- volleyball game.
0: Yeah, well, that's what, uh,
1: it's true. <laughs> it's true, but, like, you, can, you, know, you got it. it's it's Boo Dark Souls. It's yes. Dark Souls, but you're in Japan, and you're, like, I think you're, like, a European guy, but in Japan, or in this, you know, fantasy Japan-esque world. Uh, but I've heard, yeah, I've heard great things in Neo. I think that just, unfortunately, came out around a time where, like, another big game was coming out.
0: Yeah, wasn't it Sekiro? No, that was later. No, uh, that, was, that was recently. Yeah, yeah, shit. There was another okay, one. Okay. It must have been like a Souls game or something. I don't know.
1: I think it was something like that because like anyone I've heard, anyone I know who played it like says so like, oh, yeah, Neo's is great. Like it's tough. You got to like manage your equipment and stuff. It's not just like Souls where you just pick a weapon and just stick to it until you you know, beat everything. Like you apparently have to switch out weapons and gears depending on the enemies.
0: Yeah, um, that's right.
1: People said like Neo's great, like it's a good game. So um I think it just got unfortunately overshadowed by like a lot of games that came out what was it, twenty sixteen or so?
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's funny the timing on this is perfect for them too, because it gets people talking about this game again, because Neo two is coming next year, so oh, that, there you go. hype it up. That, exactly. So I'm excited to play this game that I wanted to play for a while for free. Yeah, so, there you go. And then there's also Outlast 2, so that's also in the realm of horror games, but so I'll download it, but I'm probably not going to play it. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't really even know much about the first game. I'm pretty sure Whitney brought this up in the past, or I could be wrong about that.
1: Outlast was uh, kind of terrifying because you're like a journalist who just wandered into a mental, you know, I don't know if it was abandoned or just there, like like a mental asylum. And it just, it's got all kinds of crazy cult, prison, experimental shit going on. Like It wasn't just, you know people with mental disabilities it was like a lot you know twisted shit's going on and uh you were just a journalist with a you know handheld camera and you had to have batteries so you could use the night vision so you could see where you're going and stuff and it wasn't it wasn't like resident evil where you gotta fight your way out and survive it's like you gotta just run like there's no combat you just run
0: oh wow that's scary
1: oh it's terrifying i think it got a lot of attention because like a big bad guy in it's like this weird psych psychopathic surgeon who's like naked except for wearing like a butcher's bib and he's like either like wrinkly or burnt like on his back so you just see his like wrinkly weird burnt ass it's like oh great
0: great oh yeah. uh, no this game i remember uh from one of those improv bits mark brought oh, it up <laughs> so that's how i know this game but yeah, yeah no uh yeah I- sequel I'm really looking forward to checking out this guy's burn ass. <laughs> well, this it's is a free. sequel, so this is oh, like, okay.
1: Weird cult farm farmers out in the middle of nowhere. So if you like that, genre, or I don't know. Maybe you want Doug in Pennsylvania. We know, we know a few of those people. So
0: yeah, that's too it, <laughs> too, too, too close, close to home. To
1: home. <laughs> we got the Blair Witch out there. We don't we don't need this shit.
0: Exactly. Uh, but no. Honestly, I just feel like those are heavy hitting free games for the month. Oh you, and, hell yeah. And, other months they've really fucked up so that one is a win
1: (laughs) this month you got dirt bike rally 3d it's like oh cool exactly and then you got like neo it's like oh fuck yeah that's good
0: ultimate frisbee uh simulator (laughs) but no uh that's probably gonna do it for the games we've been playing at least is there anything in the news we want to bring up i actually think there is some stuff going on in the show topics
1: there's a few uh i mean speaking of prey the developers of the original Prey back in buh, 2006? I don't know. Maybe older than that. Uh, but they're developed by the original Prey, Rune, and recently The Quiet Man. Uh, he- human Head Studios. Uh the shutting down. They're gone. They're done. It's I over. Know. Except they all got bought up and snatched up by uh, Bethesda. So Okay, so done. they have a future. Yeah, the studio shut down. They pretty much just got uh Bethesda essentially just made a new division and then just employed everyone from that studio. So luckily people you know can just transfer over but uh yeah they're so they're working with Bethesda now and uh and they're going to be uh going to be named Roundhouse Studios. And uh that's cool. I know the quiet man did not do well cuz that games bonkers and bad. So <laughs> I know the last few games they didn't do well and they were the original developers of Prey. And then the one you're playing is a you know sequel off of it like 13 years later. So who knows? Maybe with the success, success of that, Bethesda also is the parent company of uh, Arcane Studios who did the new Prey and like Dishonored and all those. So who knows? Maybe they'll bring back the OG Prey team and work on a sequel to the new Prey.
0: Oh, neat. Yeah. I might have to beat that game now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give you a little motivation.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: Uh, what else? All the news is Disney Plus. Oh, like, okay. And, okay
0: well, if you were going to even bring it up, I did want to mention it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they had a rough launch. Uh, I haven't bit the bullet and got it yet, but I do intend on getting it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Fuck, wasn't there something that I wanted... To, oh, yeah. uh Gargoyles is already trending after the Disney yeah. Plus launch. And that's the thing. I definitely watched that show as a kid, was a fan, remember 0% of it, and I want to just revisit it just as a, an adult to be like, I know I liked this as a kid. Is it cool? Um, So I, I'm definitely going to have to get Disney launch, or Disney launch, Disney Plus uh <laughs> as soon as possible just to tune into that. There's all sorts of other shit. The Mandalorian I'm hearing good things about, surprisingly, even though like in theory, I feel like there's too much Star Wars shit to begin with that uh, I would I'm just like burnt out on Star Wars. Exactly. It's like I want to avoid it, but I'm hearing good things. So it's like,
1: ah, maybe. I mean, it's it's essentially a show about Boba Fett. Or, yeah, Boba Fett. And, like, yeah. Jango Fett. It's Which, not them, but it's like the last Mandalorian and they were Mandalorian trained. So like it's essentially a Boba Fett show. Pretty um, much tell me you don't remember gargoyles though the episode no, where I, like, brooklyn I, finds elisa's gun and shoots her a very special very 90s dramatic episode of a cartoon
0: no damn uh, that sounds dark
1: yeah it, it actually did it wasn't like oh no i you know i stole you know something from her and i lost it. it's like no he fucking shoots her like he's playing around with her gun and pops her in the side um that's yeah. an important
0: lesson to be learned, kids. Don't yeah. play with guns. <laughs>
1: Even if you're a <laughs> at least it's gargoyle. happening
0: in a, car- a cartoon, not in real life.
1: Yeah, uh, but no, gargoyles is my fucking jam. I got the first season and the half the first half of the second season on DVD because I fucking love that show. But the DVDs were kind of fucky, or maybe it was my dot, my disc drive. I haven't tried them since. Um, but I love gargoyles, and if they could bring, I would be all for bringing that show back. That was one of my favorite shows because they got. It was that dark Disney animated shit. Yeah,
0: and I th- think it's going to get attention. The fact that it's trending and shit, it's very possible that we could see a revival of this. And I feel like when I do revisit it, it's going to like tickle a part of my brain that I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, I mean, even if they don't bring it back as like a reboot or a sequel series, just put it on Disney+. Plus Because uh, I only have the first season and the first half of season two because they didn't make DVDs of the rest. So there's still a season and a half that weren't all put on DVDs. So, like, you don't have access to them. So, even if they could just find them and put them on Disney Plus, that would be worth it alone. And uh, Greg Weisman, who was the show creator, like showrunner, I believe, of Gargoyles, was also the showrunner of Young Justice, which got a revival cam- uh, season out of it after people were saying, "Bring back Young Justice," and they brought it back for the Warner Brothers DC Comics like streaming service. So, if anyone can do it, it's him because he already did it before,
0: for sure. So. I hope
1: Dude,
0: so. it's funny, though, seeing how Netflix is scrambling to try to be like, okay, we can handle this Disney Plus thing, because I did see some news going around where it's like, Netflix and Nickelodeon have formed a multi-year deal to produce <laughs> original animated feature films, television series, based on the Nickelodeon library of characters, as well as all new intellectual properties. Yeah. So. That's interesting, and I know that that's all they have going for them. though is like be like, we got Nickelodeon, dog. We, I mean, we're gonna play on your nostalgia there.
1: They got a lot of others. They got like well, that's true. They, you're I, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, you're not wrong. I'm just <laughs> yeah generalizing.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, so they had Invader Zim and Rockamire. Life had a movie recently. Um, both were pretty good. I like the Rocko's better because I think the comedy aged well uh, beyond that period of the early nineties, late or, or late nineties, early two thousands. Um yeah, so I'm guessing they're just going to be doing more original movies like that and then trying to spin it off more. Give me an LT Grey movie. Give me a my life as a teenage robot movie. Fuck yeah, bring those back. Um but Verve is another streaming service that's owned by Crunchyroll. Yeah, that's, that's kind right. Of the conglomeration of all the smaller streaming services put together, which is basically just internet cable at this point. Yeah. Um but they have all the old Nicktoons like Cat Dog, Angry Beavers, Doug, and stuff. So Nickelodeon is already in a deal with them. So I'm curious if they're going to let that deal expire and then eventually transfer stuff to Netflix, or if Netflix is just going to be the new Nickelodeon stuff, or what's going on with that. So it's I mean we're in the streaming wars. It's everyone's trying to make their own streaming service. Um, people are saying Netflix has a lot of comp- like Netflix has competition, but I think they're very secure because they've already been so ahead of the game before everyone else. Sure. Um, I think Disney Plus will definitely be a competitor, because it's fucking Disney, and they own everything. Eventually me. So. uh, Oh, they already own us, Brent. (laughs) I mean, I'm in L.A. They're going to eventually own the city. Like, they're buying up everything. (laughs) So, uh, I I mean, I think Disney Plus will succeed and do well. I don't think they're going to shut Netflix down, though. So
0: no absolutely not you're you're right but it's just interesting times and it makes me think like how many streaming services are people going to be paying for like all the different ones at that point it is like cable yeah that's already
1: too many like this isn't going to increase like the people using streaming services this is going to increase piracy because like for example i would like to watch the boys but that's an amazon prime show and i don't have amazon prime and i'm not going to pay for it just to watch one show so i'm just not watching it so, but for people wink. Wink, just kidding. <laughs> For people who do want to watch that stuff, they're like, if I want to watch something that's on Hulu and it's the only thing I want to watch on Hulu and nothing else, I'm going to find a way to watch it somewhere else. Oh, wink. sure. So it's just going to be that. So it's going to be the same with ex- like any exclusivity is just going to drive people to find the easiest way they can watch it without, you know, paying for that service. If that's the only thing they want to watch, if it's, you know, Disney plus or Netflix to have a huge library of stuff to watch. Sure, you'll pay for it and watch all of it. But if it's just like one or two things, and then maybe it's one or two things here and there, and then it keeps increasing, and eventually you're just pirating all everything. So like fucking what does it matter? So yeah. I don't I think stream like streaming services were late to the game, or all the streaming services now were late to the game because Netflix was already doing this. I think all of the streaming services have to realize doing that exclusivity shit will bring in some people, but it will also increase piracy. So like, gotta figure out what you're gonna do with that.
0: Definitely, good point.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. On a really bizarre note, I just want to get your thoughts. Did you see this GIF of a fish with a human face?
1: Yeah, this is old, and gross, and
0: I don't like it. But it's real, and that's the thing that I don't like about it the most. Is like I was oh, like doing. Wait, a rec-
1: I was looking at the other one first. Yeah. No, okay. I saw this one too. I fucking hate it. I
0: hate everything about it. That's Okay, so, like, I saw, like, a friend of mine, like, he's just, like, a meme lord, and all of his feed is just memes. And, like, this one gif came by, and I think his caption was something like, the first human that must have, like, came out of the water must have looked like this or something, lol. And, yeah, it is just a straight, gigantic, carp-like fish, but, like, its face has distinguished, like, eyes, nose, and mouth features that just very much just looks like a human face. Like, I don't even... It's just very creepy. and it, after If you've ever it,
1: seen the amazing Spider-Man movie with the lizard, it's that. Yes. It's okay, that face. Okay,
0: yeah, I see what you're saying. That's really good. Yeah, on a fish. On and a the fish. Thing, the thing about it, though, is after, as I saw that, I'm like, oh, man, the Internet's crazy these days. People can do whatever the fuck they want. I guess they just somehow made that fish look like a human. <laughs> no, I like, research this, and like to the Internet's best guess, they're thinking this is a legitimate fish that's out there. And there have been a few sightings of very similar fish all over in Japan. So I'm just like, what the fuck is going on with these f- human face fish? And it's just as a video game podcast makes me very reminiscent <laughs> of the Dreamcast game Seaman, if anyone recalls that. That's where It was, was a fish of, yeah. with a human face that would just like talk to you and you'd have to like, I don't know, keep it alive and shit. I, that was, I didn't even play the game, but I know it's just revered as one of the worst games and also the strangest games of all time.
1: I hate it. Yeah. Um so there's a seaman out in the <laughs> I the mean there's wild. a lot of seamen out there. Oh Christ. It's the ocean. Um with this fish though, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's it's not a great angle we're seeing it at and it's not like the people pick it up and like show it. It's just in the river and it swims away. I'm thinking the two dots we see in the fr- I think it's just markings. Yeah. Because up around where like the quote human eyes are, you see kind of big circle things behind them. That would be, like, around where, like, the temple would be on a human skull. And we see big circles there. I think that's the fish's eyes. And then the, f- like, four You're dots we see in the front right. are a nose and then just, like, markings.
0: Wow, that is so bizarre, Brent. I'm glad you pointed it out because where his temple is, I do think I see his actual eyeball. But yeah. those markings do look like a it face. It
1: very much looks like a face. Well, because there are some fish that have, like, very pronounced, like, um, lips. But then there are some fish that should straight up have teeth. And not like piranhas like where they're all jaggy and they're just like ar, ar. like there are some fish that have like human ass teeth, like molars and like canines, and it's deeply unsettling and just disgusting. And if you're in the Amazon rainforest and water around in the you know in the river for a bit too long and you're uh, someone who has external genitals, hey, watch out. They're known for just castrating dudes in the river. Holy so, shit. Yeah, fish
0: with teeth are bad. That is insane. I never really thought of like just the mental image of like a fish. I just always picture like I don't know a trout or a bass, and they don't have yeah. teeth. And Most just don't, no. picturing like I don't know dentures in there—it's <laughs> really comical, kind of like <laughs> similar being, to like, like birds the with arms. teeth toy. Yeah, inside of a fish—that's really bizarre. Anyway, uh, the fish with a human face—it's real. Moving oh, on. Oh
1: god! Oh, I made a mistake. Don't Google what? fish with teeth. Oh fuck! I hate oh I, I'm doing it right now. Oh, it's so upsetting. Because, like, it's not, like, human, but then some are disturbingly human. Oh, I hate it. Sorry. That was my mistake. And your yeah, mistake no, now.
0: It is. Woof. There's one actually getting flossed. That is oh, bizarre.
1: I hate it so much. I hate everything about that. Why? Okay, Does that on. exist? <laughs> God abandoned us. <laughs> this is what we've wrought onto the world.
0: Yeah, we, we already know we're lost souls.
1: Uh, speaking of mistakes... Or, I mean, kind of mistakes. Sonic. uh Sonic, oh, Sonic well, movie.
0: Wait, well, it was a mistake, but it they was correct mistake. their wrongs. They fixed
1: it. Yeah. We finally got, we saw some stuff leaking out, like promo uh, uh, pop-up, like cardboard cutouts for, like, movie theaters and stuff, and, you know, an advertisement here and there. But, like, now they've officially released the trailer with the new Sonic design. And uh, coincidentally, well, not coincidentally, um, but it's, it was, the redesign was led by Tyson Hess. Who is uh, an artist who did a lot of Sonic, Sonic web, cart- uh, web comics back in the day. Like, one of his very famous comic panels was Sonic Met Nipples, the Echidna, which was supposed, <laughs> to be nu- supposed to be knuckles, but instead of those big spikes on his knuckles, they're just like really hard nipples. So he would just make like really grotesque, like really, you know, twisted like Sonic comics. And he eventually started, uh, he did the redesign for Sonic Mania. And the Sonic Mania adventures on YouTube, which were really good. Like those were really good animated shorts. And then he led the redesign for the Sonic movie. So this guy who was just a fan of Sonic, who just made dumb Sonic like comic strips online, cut to five, six years later, he's redesigning the official Sonic movie design.
0: That is incredible. That is seriously just like dreams can come true and yeah. uh, chase your dreams and man, it also just reminds me that I completely misread that his like little image that you shared in our Slack. I it was like what did you say? Uh, nipples the echidna? I, for some reason, yeah. when I just glanced at it, I thought it was nipples the enchilada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, yeah, you often mix up those words. It's, I mean, he could. It's Sonic. <laughs> it could be anything. Sonic makes no sense. It's a Fair goddamn enough. nightmare. Um, but yeah, the design's so much better, and I'm happy seeing everyone just being like, oh, God, it's not a monstrosity. Like, I didn't no, think it's the first beautiful. one was that bad until I started seeing the side-by-side comparisons. I was like, oh, yeah, the first one's horrendous. Horrendous.
0: It literally looks like an abomination, and I do want them to release to the public, like, that version of the movie, because that should just be, like, a troll meme thing
1: it should just be in, like, a boardroom playing on loop at, like, what was it, Paramount Studios, where it's like, hey, remember when you at Executives thought you were creative and you could do our job? This is what you did.
0: Or this is you, what you did. Yeah, failed to, like, I don't know, get the public's opinion. It, but the funny thing Public is, yeah, team. the pu- uh, the people got, like, power drunk with, like, uh, getting their demands answered or, yeah, and they were, like, asking for, what was it, some other character, the cat, oh, to be put into it?
1: N- no, that was a joke. It was a, there's a it's kind of like the Onion, but for video games, called Hard Drive Magazine. Oh, okay. I, I yeah, just saw so that, that article,
0: and I thought it was legit because no. seriously, that's funny as hell. Because who? I wouldn't doubt it knowing the internet.
1: Yeah, it was an article they did where it says, uh, "Sonic fans get drunk on power and now request Big the Cat be in the movie." Which, yes. Yeah, I don't doubt the internet would do that because the internet's dumb as shit, and people are as a collective. Uh, but no, that was like a, a satire uh, piece.
0: That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, that's really funny.
1: The design looks a lot better, and like they changed out the music, so it became—I um, forget what the song is—probably like back, back in black or some AC/DC, like old '80s, like hair metal rock that just everyone knows, instead of Gangster's Paradise, which. Personally, I'm a little upset about that. I kind of oh wow, I didn't
0: expect them to change the music, but that works for me.
1: They changed a good deal of it. I think they recut some scenes, and at least they did a different trailer. It wasn't just the exact same trailer, but with a new character model, they recut it. So um, I think they reworked a few different things. So.
0: Yeah, honestly, I feel like after seeing the new trailer, I'm more likely to see this movie after watching that first trailer. Being like, "There's no way in hell I'm seeing this movie." So, yeah, I think it was a job well done reworking it.
1: Yeah, it went from like I'm going to see this for like four dollars on a like you know Wednesday matinee, piss drunk, and just make fun of it with some friends, to now like, all right, this seems like a decent kids movie. Like, it, it'd still be funny for like old. I'm sure the Jukes will still fly for an older audience, but it's definitely going to be like kid friendly. So Definitely. Yeah.
0: Uh I got one real dumb one to wrap this up uh, unless you have more, but this one I want to mention and it's because at one point in our podcast we talked about technology, the latest tech and stuff. So we would talk about like phones and shit. So Motorola Razr. Oh, it's geez. back baby. <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: Too, pro- <laughs> like, too happy about that
0: 15 years after their launch they're just they're coming out with a new razor phone it's a a, a touch screen a flip phone it's like i don't know it literally folds in half but it is still a, a touch screen it's interesting at the very least you got to look it up but the price tag is absolutely absurd it's going to be 1500 <laughs> uh yeah i don't even know how anyone could nope. possibly justify a phone about uh, of a price for a phone like that but yeah folding is the new flipping they're saying so check out the motorola razor
1: i don't trust this i mean people are snapping their iphones in half just by putting them in their back pocket like you don't you don't think people are going to just destroy these instantly
0: I don't know. They have some kind of hinge technology. I Personally, I'm with you. I'm skeptical, but I would like to just get one in my hands because I am like a tech nerd. I would like to just see how it functions. I would like to stick with, I don't know, the Google Pixel phones. Now that I have one, the fucking phones or the call screening feature is a godsend because I can literally just like block numbers after screening a call if I don't recognize it. And like now that I have that feature, I never want to give it up.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much like anyone who calls me from Pennsylvania, and I don't have your number. It's a like auto dialer or something because they just steal other people's phone numbers or like exactly. There's master the, the, calls,
0: exactly, and so I could just screen the call, and it'll be like a, a Google AI bot will be like, "Hey, uh, you've reached this phone number. Can you tell me why you're calling and stuff?" And it's literally just. Uh, a simple conversation, if if let's say it's a number I don't recognize, or like, hey, it's me trying to get a hold of Doug, I can just answer then. Otherwise, it's just like, you know it's spam, and it's like, oh, man, I have so much of that, and there's been so many oh, times yeah. it's come in handy.
1: There's been a few, I love like the auto dialer where it's like, hey, is Jeff there? It's like, no. It's like, oh, maybe you can help me. It's like, fuck you, no, you got the wrong number. You can dial Jeff another time. Um, but it's just an automated voice. Uh, but I've been getting a lot of spam text lately. So I've been getting them from Verizon because, you know, they're the devil. <laughs> but uh, they're like, oh, here's this. Here's this. Press, you know, X to stop. And he press X to stop. It's like press Q to confirm. And all that's doing is confirming that this is an active phone line. And then they sell it out to other people who would then do the same thing. So if you get, like, uh, a message from, like, hey, this is Nike shoes. We got a sale going on. And you hit, like, you know, unsubscribe me or, like, stop this all that does is confirm that you're an active user and that they can use that information to like sell to other people now. And it's fucking infuriating. Cause if you, if you don't stop it, you're just going to keep getting them. But if you do stop it, you're going to keep getting them.
0: Yeah. And that's in the it. fine print somewhere that they don't, that no one reads anymore. <laughs> so it's fine. It's,
1: I mean, sometimes it's not, sometimes they're just brazen enough. We're like, yeah, this is going to be a $60 million fine. We'll pay it and keep doing it.
0: Oh, true. Yeah. So I mean, it when doesn't you're matter that big of a corporation.
1: Ugh. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um it Last is. thing I had, uh, Basta actually brought it uh, to our attention. Uh, speaking of technology, got some uh, good old friends closing down. Good, not closing down, but good old friends leaving us. Moving on with the times. Chuck E. Cheese is re- removing their animatronics from all stores. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do it with all the Five Nights at Freddy's craze, which is entirely based off of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. But I'm uh, still going to
0: pour one out for my homies. <laughs> uh,
1: Mr. Munch. And, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's the only other Chuck E. Cheese have yeah, I, I say, know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I just remember Mr. Munch because he looked like a cracked out Grimace because he's like purple and just bugged out. As yeah,
0: as well. that's right. Holy shit.
1: Um, but yeah, I can't imagine those animatronics have been updated for every store. So those are, there are probably a good amount of Chuck E. Cheese stores that still had them from like the late 80s or so and they're just horrifyingly disgusting like like carpets draped over a robotic skeleton so i don't blame them for getting rid of them and they're probably a really expensive novelty to put in every store so uh i'm not surprised but that definitely was a very unique thing that made you think like that's the pizza place to go to
0: you know what happened, though? Disney bought up all those animatronics, and they're now going to be in, <laughs> in It's a Hall Small present. World. So you'll find them somewhere else.
1: Oh, God. It's like It's a Small World like in like uh, Denmark, and you just see Mr. Munch running through a Yankee <laughs> ah, and they're just doing like the Godzilla part of it. Uh, see, I would pay for that. That'd be yeah, a fun ride.
0: that would make It's a Small World actually entertaining.
1: <laughs> just do a Chuck E. Cheese Pacific Rim mashup where they're fighting him in Jaeger suits. Uh That'd be fun.
0: Uh, speaking of entertaining, I wish our show was. Um,
1: we, can- <laughs> we can wrap this up. No one, one up. hates our show more than we do. <laughs> I know, but
0: thank you for tuning in. Seriously, that's. Uh, I wish I could shake your hand, but we can't. It's uh, an audio format. But this was an episode. Let's wrap this up with some plugs. Uh, you have another podcast. It's an anime podcast, and you're findable on the internet. Where can we find you?
1: Yeah, I'm Brendan on Twitter a lot of shit posts just a lot of nonsense there's no real reason to follow me um but I also have another podcast about anime if you're a fucking filthy weeaboo and that's called are we there yet and I believe as of this episode our next episode is going to be laid back camp which is sounds
0: chill as fuck
1: it's extremely chill uh premise of the podcast is me and another weeb friend watch a show and try and convert to our non-weeb friend. Um so that's entertaining. we recap the sh- we watch three episodes of a anime and recap it. Uh the premise of late back camp is some girls in high school love camping. And they go camping. And that's it. Fuck yeah. It's so chill, <laughs> and it's beautiful. Like the c- it's you know, it's camping. It's all about the scenery, so the backgrounds are wonderful. Just got good vibes. The biggest drama is someone said, Hey, let's go camping together. And a girl like couldn't hide her face. Like she, she reacted to it and couldn't hide her the emotion on her face. And then later in that episode, she's like, Hey, I kind of came off a bit strong. I want to apologize about that. And her friend is like, That's okay. I came off strong too. That's the most drama there is in this show. It's such wow. a good, chill show. I've been watching it to help me sleep at night. It's very That's- relaxing.
0: Fucking awesome. I really am interested in this one, and I'm going to have to tune into that episode. I'm curious, though, if it's in the same universe as Son of Bigfoot, because it's very possible. Please, God,
1: no. Please. (laughs) Please, God, no. I don't ask a lot, God. Just stop, God, Son of Bigfoot.
0: Yep, uh we're going to have to watch it. Um but no, yeah, check out his podcast and his Twitter. And listener, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places ABT Silence on social media and Twitch. I've been lying to you. I haven't been streaming. I'm <laughs> such a piece of shit. I'm going to have to try to do it more often. But if I am to- going to do it, it's going to be on a Monday or or a Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um and at least I'm being straightforward about it. Um <laughs> we're trying yeah we always try um we have been for five years holy shit that's insane to think about Uh, don't remind me uh we i also have a record label if you're interested in music and stuff like records uh cassettes all that stuff oh even a a zine and stuff there's like anime shit themed there uh check it all out at missedoutrecords.com that'll do it for this week thanks for tuning in we will be back next time see you guys
1: see you